During the Olympics this year, Simone Biles stepped away from her competition at the height of her career, citing the twisties and her mental health. Depending on where you looked on the internet, people either fully supported her or were completely and irrationally critical of her decision. A couple of days later, she posted on Twitter, the outpouring love and support I've received has made me realize I'm more than my accomplishments in gymnastics, which I never truly believed before. She, Naomi Osaka, and Michael Phelps have all led the way for Olympic athletes to be upfront about their mental health and to change the conversation that until now has been perpetuated that it's weak to admit they're facing mental hardship. And it's not just Olympians who face this. It's all of us mere mortals too. Mental health isn't just a media headline. According to research from Provoke Media, it's not a groundswell that's leading to a paradigm shift with employees not hesitating to hold their employers accountable for the mental health of them and their colleagues. As we consider remote working the new normal, particularly in the work that we do, mental health can be addressed in ways it couldn't when going to a location was paramount to the work that we do, which is what we're going to discuss on this week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. It's no surprise people are quitting their jobs in droves and citing mental health as one of the reasons. It's been coined the great resignation because pretty much every employer is experiencing it from the hospitality industry all the way through the service industry. People are burned out. And while they may not be putting their lives at risk by attempting a triple-double during a floor routine while experiencing the twisties, everyone has said, enough. A new study by U.S. outplacement firm Challenger, Gray, and Christmas, that's actually a great name, by the way, surveyed 172 HR and business leaders and found that 68% were concerned about an exodus of talent and 59% agreed that the great resignation has to do with worker burnout. Linked to this, 75% of companies cited that employees wanted more flexibility at work. Importantly, this was not just in terms of where they work, but also when. The survey sponsor, Andrew Challenger, said, For many Americans, after nearly 18 months of lockdowns and precautions, doing their work every day is like trying to light a used match. Great analogy. Add to that mounting pressure to work in person, any childcare or healthcare issues, and now rising COVID cases nationwide, it's no wonder workers increasingly are leaving jobs. Simone Biles is like so many American workers, dedicated, talented, and instrumental team members making the difficult decision to do what they think is best in the face of unprecedented pressures. I'm watching this happen with some of our clients. People are saying, I can go work for XYZ company and make more money than I am with better flexibility, the ability to work autonomously without back-to-back meetings, and no stress if my kids are quarantined and have to stay home from school for two weeks. And it's up to the employer to respond. In many cases, they're offering new incentives for the entire workforce, not just those threatening to leave. According to the survey, the main incentives are around flexible working with the aim of tackling burnout, with 65% of those surveyed offering flexible hours, 62% offering remote working options, and 53% providing hybrid working arrangements, and others are offering higher pay and cash bonuses. Many workers have used the pandemic to reprioritize what is most important in their lives and to reassess what they want to do in their careers. 
money's just a piece of that. People also want to be able to walk their dogs during the day and know they'll still have opportunities for advancement. There's also no denying the increased polarization of political and social views amplified during the pandemic that might contribute to one's anxiety and comfort levels when faced with going back to an office in person. Everything from elections to social advocacy and vaccine status will suddenly be up for discussion. I know personally how uncomfortable it is for me when talking to clients over the phone or on Zoom who have widely different views than my own. It used to be that we could have a respectful discourse, but the pandemic has changed all that. And it's another reason employees are reconsidering their work lives. In just a minute, I'll be back to discuss how all of this is going to affect the communications industry in the next 12 to 18 months. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. I quote unquote grew up in a global PR firm and I got my feet wet working on multi-million dollar campaigns for gigantic brands. I learned how to do my job by being thrown into the deep end and seeing if I could swim. I've traveled the world for clients, spoken at conferences in more countries than I can count and wined and dined at all of the best restaurants. I worked hundred hour weeks in my twenties and early thirties and I didn't give it a second thought. I once worked so many hours in one week that driving home from the office at 2 a.m. one morning, I got pulled over for suspected drunk driving. I wasn't drunk, of course. And when the officer realized I was just exhausted, he took me home. (laughs) I also was sexually harassed by colleagues and clients. I was verbally abused. And I had more than one scary encounter with drunk clients while on the road together. And when you did say something, you were pretty much told to go sit in the corner and do your job. The 100-hour work weeks were just part of the gig. The sexual harassment had to be endured because they were our largest client. So you went along to get along. It wasn't until I got married that someone actually said to me, yeah, you don't need to put up with this crap. And he fully supported me leaving a toxic job. But even after going out on my own, there have been multiple times that I've had to fire clients because of inappropriate behavior. The sexual advances haven't stopped. I simply get to decide what we do about it. And I categorically will not stand for it. The pressures of a communicator's job were immense, balancing multiple relationships, servicing internal and external clients, and the pressure, oh my gosh, the pressure to measure every single tactic to results. Add to this leading a team, managing a PL, and having to transition an organization or organizations on the fly to communicate their values and take a stance on social, climate, and political issues. 
And that doesn't even begin to consider all of the family responsibilities. Kids learning from home, older students returning home, family members getting sick or worse, not even being able to see our families or friends for way too long. It's all too much. And it's created tremendous mental exhaustion to an already stressful job. The cost of working without a pause, the endless sinks and Zoom meetings, the isolation, and the inability to express or articulate its effect, it's all very real. Everyone knows it and feels it. Most of us have learned to grin and bear it, but some, like Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, have begun to pave the way toward normalizing it and expressing it. This is the wave of the future, and I, for one, could not be happier that our younger generations won't stand for the crap that we did. If you're burned out, your mental health is not, well, healthy, or you just need a shoulder to cry on, join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's free, it's fun, it's challenging, it's educational, and we are all great listeners. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 